Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Star Wars Podcast. I'm your co-host Neville and this is Pinkus. Today we want to talk about Rogue One, make a little analysis and Easter eggs. And yeah, so let's get started. Hello. So I, I, th- I chose this topic because we both mentioned in our podcast trailer that Rogue One was one of our favorite movies, which know that it obviously is. And I think this movie really, it's the best Disney movie, obviously, but it's definitely in the top five best Star Wars movies, I think for many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. So uh, we actually rewatched the whole movie and uh, we took note of uh, some things. We uh, uh, we took note of some, thing, some things uh, that were, that fell into our eyes. Um, so yeah. Let's let's uh, start uh, with the beginning. So yeah, well, I have to say the one the se- the second opening scene. Well, we we open with the uh, farm and with Urso, the Urso family, and mm-hmm. with the visit of Krennic. And I think that scene is. I mean, it's a good opening scene. But the second scene directly after that, I think this really shows with what characters we deal with in this movie because we see that Andor gets information from a client but then immediately kills him mm-hmm. and yeah. we, with that we know that those are not heroes those are yeah. good people they they're more like Saw Guerrero's rebels but still not with Saw which doesn't yeah. really make sense but yeah, they're they're more brutal. They really need information and don't care about the little ones or their clients. So to speak. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I actually took note of two things. First of all, uh, like the sound design, it's very good sound design, and mm-hmm. um, the music is uh, the score is also very cool. Like I realized there were some like old school Star Wars themes, but like just some things were like different for example when the rogue one uh title like uh, like comes into screen there's like this uh score which almost sounds like the original star wars uh theme but like it's it's different so i think it's uh very uh nice and the second thing i took note is uh this uh, unique design of this uh trading outpost like it's these two asteroids or meteors and there's like this city in between of them, and I think this uh, very mm. very nice design choice. It reminds me a bit of Marvel, the nowhere or something. It's, yeah, yeah. What, what, what I wanted to say also is that also fits in with the music that it has part of the original soundtrack, but then switches it up and does something new, but still sounding good. It just shows that it's not in our typical Skywalker saga. It's yeah. in Star Wars, but it's not with Luke, it's not about the Jedi, it's not about Obi-Wan or Darth Vader, it's really about the rebels fighting against the Empire, no matter what. They even, act, as I said, they kill the client who gives them information, yeah. they will do everything just to get a, do something against the Empire. And which this also shows that in the opening titles, with the normal text a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it doesn't cut to the intro and the title and the intro text. It doesn't mm-hmm. have that. Yeah. Just to show again that it, this is not 
your typical Star Wars movie. This is something completely else. Well, not completely else, but it's just not your general Skywalker movie. So Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's clearly like another genre almost of the Star mm-hmm. Wars thing. And yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, of course. Uh, yeah. So what I think yeah. the 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 what what this movie really does great as well is the war feeling, the feeling of a war yeah. movie that this yeah. movie has. Of course, it's not the first one in Star Wars history. I mean, the Battle of Hoth was also one of those moments, but I think the Battle of Scarif is almost my favorite battle in all of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, probably. And what I also want to point out is that, like, we also, we can also see, like, what impact the war has on, like, civilians. We can kind of mm. see that in Rebels, but now on Jeddah, like, where this terrorist yeah. attack, we can also, like, uh, see that is uh, how it, uh, like, affects the civilians. What I, well, there's some things that I don't like, especially uh, that is also quite a Disney thing. But the lack of explanation. We have the um, Jin Erso, which I mean, she she's played great by, by the actor, but we don't get a lot of background information on her. We mm-hmm. we the only information we know is that she has a father, that but he's an imperial engineer working at this, working on the Death Star. But we don't really know what kind of relationship these two characters have. Or what Jin thinks about her father, yeah. and as well, and that when it, and even her relationship with Saw isn't really that fleshed out. We know mm-hmm. that she was a fighter while she was sixteen, and yeah, and we we don't we don't see that much. We we only hear the characters talk, and I think that's a lot of that's sad because there could have been a lot of potential to show. Like a sixteen-year-old Jin or so having to fight with Saw yeah. Gerrera, or like in a yeah in a flashback or something like that. Yeah, uh, I think not just the sound design is very beautiful, but also the planets. They're also so unique. Like we start on this mm-hmm. black sand planet. I think it's like Vulcan sand because uh, the stone of the Vulcans is like is like black, <laughs> mm-hmm. like this uh, volcano dust thing. I don't think mm-hmm. it's sand, it's just volcano dust. And then we are on a desert planet, but it's like, it's not like a desert planet, like uh, like Tatooine. It's like the architecture is completely different. Um, mm-hmm. We have fallen Jedi statue, which is actually, I think, the base of Saw Gerrera, or well, I'm not sure, but it's like near the base of Saw Gerrera. And then we have like this rain planet, Edu. And mm-hmm. of course, Yavin Four we already know, but it's like these ancient temples where the rebels built their base. So, I think all these plants are very unique and uh, beautiful. And of course, Scarif. Mm-hmm. Scarif is, I mean, it's a good idea to have like a planet solely for a data that had the Empire, and it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. where else would the Empire keep their trillions of zettabytes? of information mm-hmm. that they yeah. have for their all their TIE fighters and everything. It would make sense that they have a p- protected planet with a shield in a sing- on a single planet that they can control and protect if, in case anything happens. 
But what I don't what I don't think is realistic is that the rebels were able to defeat that protection so easily. Yeah. It's I mean, if if you have a place where you store all of your val valuable information, then why is it so poorly protected? I mean, the it obviously it took the entire rebel fleet, but that shouldn't be enough to beat that defense, yeah. right? But I think um I think they also didn't uh they didn't think the rebels would even uh, try to attack that. But yeah, of course it's war. Yeah, you mean, need to think about everything, yeah, but I yeah. think the empire was kind of arrogant and said like, "Oh no, the rebels would never do that. They're way too weak mm -hmm. and stuff." Oh, oh, what I also noticed, but that was more like the first time I watched it, this movie were these short but really cool wow moments. Like these moments where you just hold to your breath because they're so f awesome. Yeah. It's the, um, for example, the Darth Vader hall scene, the Leia reveal, or the attack on Scarif. And the with the Tie Fighters in the AT eighty oh, was that an AT eighty on the Battle of Scarab? I think it's called an AT ATP or something like that. Yeah, well, but it's I'm not different. sure. <laughs> it's almost an AT AT eighty. Yeah. I think this is what also what carries the movie were these little wow moments. A AT ACT. AT ACT. Okay. Yeah, with right. a C. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, when we're already at Scarif, uh, I want to point out to some, like, something that I didn't really find logical, because, like, mm -hmm. is now all Imperial data gone? Because, like, they destroyed their database, their data power, and now everything should be gone, right? True. Wait, that was a stupid move by the Empire. Yeah, really. Well, well maybe it was to protect the data, because... Maybe the rebels would have been able to get more out. Yeah, but and like, uh, I mean, they they have to have backups, right? There's yeah, no way probably. the empire doesn't make backups. No, but, but that's that's good. That's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, that but was just I, a good I, thing. That I think the out. yeah, but the destruction of Scarif was unnecessary. They didn't need to do that. I think. Hmm. Yeah, I partially agree, yeah. Oh, and the new things that Rogue One took uh, took and made, the new things, for example, the Tire Reaper. What do you think about that one? That's the one on Scarif, right? This with... Uh, yeah, the goofy Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very... I think it's a very cool design. Uh, I have mm -hmm. this one as a Lego set, actually. Oh, in a uh, set. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't really get the purpose of that because, like, mm. if you actually take a look at it, it's very clumsy because, like, it's it has this mm -hmm. very big wings and this very long kind of body. Uh, so I don't really get how uh, they want to <laughs> use it very efficiently. But uh, yeah. I think the Empire also doesn't really need to care about attacks on Scarif either because because of the shield of course but yeah i think yeah. i think they have very unique and cool design like everything in this movie like the u-wing i think it's called right it's also was mm -hmm. uh invented in this movie um 
the kyber tank transporter thing also uh, also yeah and also oh, this the, transport the shuttle yeah. yeah and the transport shuttle i think the transport shuttle like the the rogue one transport shuttle like this is one of my mm -hmm. favorite ship designs uh cool. because it looks it looks very cool it looks uh, like the wings are similar to like these um white empire shuttles but they're like very big and long and um, yeah they're i think they're very cool yeah well um one other thing that rogue one added were the uh, was the uh, guardians of the will or something well yeah that what shiru imwe was and blaze mm -hmm. i don't really understand because they were i mean the movie it said that they protected the kyber temple but the empire was taking all that kyber out of the temple so why weren't they protecting it? Why weren't they fighting? I mean, <laughs> if they were fighting, then why didn't they die? Why didn't? Why weren't they killed? Because they were trying to keep the Empire from taking the Kyber. But now that the Empire has the Kyber, which means that Shiru and Blaze must have lost the battle of the Kyber Temple, but why? Why are they not dead? I don't get it. I think they they fleed probably um, and i think they just couldn't stand a chance against these stormtroopers and stuff or probably also death troopers uh mm. yeah but the introduction of chirrut and base yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah and i think chirrut has some like one of the best lines or funniest lines in all of Star Wars. <laughs> uh is because your I, all right? is your foot all right yeah or or um, were they were the terrorists of uh, Saul like capture them all? Oh yeah. <laughs> and they put like the sack on over his head, and he says, yeah. "He says, are you kidding me? I'm blind." <laughs> yeah. Like this is also <laughs> very very funny. Uh, and although this uh, this movie is very sad, kind of because like everyone dies at the end and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, it has very good humor. Also another line of k2 this time was before they enter the shield um mm -hmm. uh, he says like what if they don't accept our clearance code and then uh someone says uh, i think the pilot says bodhi rook says um uh we will get annihilated and die in space and then k2 mm -hmm. says not me i can survive in space uh, i think k2 <laughs> K2 is my favorite character from this entire movie, and his oh his death scene is beautiful, beautifully yeah. made. Every single death scene of the main characters are awesome. I think only the, the main character died, but yeah. Or oh, okay, well, not yeah. these rebel extras, but <laughs> yeah, uh, all the deaths were very nice, nicely made. Introduce, uh, yeah. intrigued. But I mean, imagine Shiru's death was when he was trying to flick the master switch. Mm -hmm. He died for that, which is the ma fl flipping the master switch is a big task, mm -hmm. right? So he yeah. died doing a big task, but flipping the master switch isn't even that big because they need to flip the master switch so that they can get a signal out of the shield to inform the rebel fleet to destroy the shield so that they 
can get the Death Star plans out so that they can use the Death Star plans <laughs> to blow up the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't really seem that important to die for a master switch. Yeah, but it was very important, I think. Yeah, of course, it is. Maybe Shiro is the true hero of Star Wars episode. Four. Yeah, probably. No, true hero of all of Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah, but I w what I wanted to point out is like something freaked me out. Like I, I knew uh, not the whole plot, like but like part of the plot I already mm -hmm. uh, could remember. But what very was what was very freaking me out was that like this quest thing. There's always a new quest, a new intrigue mm -hmm. they have to do something you like oh no uh, 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 like um jin has re reassigned the antenna of the dish oh no yeah. uh, the tie fighter um almost shoots down the bridge um mm. and then she uh, she manages to get on the platform again and then oh no there is uh um krennic yeah. with a with a blaster of course, he then dies, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it was very uh, nerve wracking to kind of see this. No, although uh, yeah. after a while, it might get a little bit boring or repeti rep mm -hmm. repetitive. <laughs> yeah, it really got a bit repetitive. So, two things to uh, Jeddah mm -hmm. the first thing was that sauce terrorists. Um, uh, they remind me of like this Islamic terrorists because like they have these things on their head, like to make themselves uh, non-recognizable. And the other mm -hmm. thing was that all human race terrorists of like there is like mixed races in uh, in the terrorist group, like aliens and humans. But all the human r human terrorists. They all have like these black eyes, or not black eyes, but like, do you remember mm -hmm. Kaecilius from Doctor Strange? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they all have like, yeah. kind of black, painted. black painted yeah. with coal around their eyes. Yeah, just a little thing that I noticed. Yeah. What I don't get about the uh, ambush of the Kyber truck or a, a hover tank was why did the sauce rebels need the kyber? Why did they need that? I mean, uh, they were frankly trying to get it, and after they attacked it, they were trying to get it out and do something with it, but what? I don't... I mean... I'm not sure, but, like, I don't even think that the terrorists actually took the kyber out. I think they were just, like, other people, like, either normal citizens or uh, um, old, it, so old guardians from the kyber temple who took out the kyber. Yeah. And I think the the uh, sabotage on or not sabotage, but like the 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 attack, ambush. the terrorist attack. The, yeah, the ambush on the tank was just like to okay, well destabilize. It's clearly mm -hmm. failed to destabilize the empire. Uh, the empire, but um, they just tried to make some terror, like terrorist groups too. So yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought terrorist groups trying to make some terror? <laughs> Yeah. So another little Easter egg I noticed was mm -hmm. when 
uh, Jen and Cassian uh, were like kind of scrolling through the projects. Mm-hmm. There were like uh, other projects uh, mentioned, but the one that I noticed was Project War Mantle. And mm-hmm. if you remember from Bad Batch, uh, War Mantle was the project of like um, getting rid of the clones and uh, recruiting TK troops. So that was a little Easter egg I noticed. Well, I think the project War Mantle was implemented in Bad Batch. Not oh, well, yeah, that's that's quite that's cool. Yeah, I think War I think th- there were also like other projects that I mm-hmm. couldn't. Uh, I I googled them, but there I, I found nothing. So I think like Rogue One obviously came before um, yeah. Bad Batch. I think they did. But, they, but did they, they, did, they did, took. Yeah, they just took it as a little insurrect. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say something about oh yeah about the Guardians of the Wills again. Mm-hmm. Um, Blaze used to be a firm believer, as Shirid said, right? But then mm-hmm. why doesn't he believe in Shiro? I mean, he obviously stopped believing probably after the Empire took over, and now he has this trusted blaster. But he, he sees how Shiro fights using the force and never gets hit. But then he still thinks that he is there to save him. Which doesn't make sense because Shiro obviously has the force and uses it. but And never gets hit. But then Shiro kills a few troopers and says that he saved him. It doesn't make sense because Shiro obviously saved himself. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't know. I think base. Maybe he's like a he has a trauma of like the force or something like that, <laughs> or like it seems like uh, he thinks yeah the empire could overrun the Kyber Temple, so mm-hmm. I think the force is not gonna help me. Probably it's yeah. just that, but I I don't have an answer to this. <sighs> so I think it was very heartwarming when like the volunteers gathered, because like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that they would uh, invade uh, Scarif, and it was, it is kind of obvious because like that's yeah. just how movies work. But like, um, uh, it seemed like everything was lost, and you could also see it with Jin's actor. She like t- portrayed it very good, uh, very mm-hmm. well, and then, uh, like Jared says something like. Uh, we would come with you or something like that. And then Cassian comes with his uh, 10, 20 uh, volunteers. was very heartwarming. Yeah. <laughs> Make 10 men feel like 100. Yes. And th- my favorite shot is, or favorite shots, is like, I, I really like POV shots. But mm-hmm. my favorite shots are also in The Mandalorian. When like these uh, these uh, X-wing or like generally uh, space uh, uh, fighter uh, shots, POV shots, mm-hmm. you know, like the X-wing arriving from hyperspace to uh, Scarif, and besides, uh, yeah. the, it's like this big frigate and the command ship of uh, Admiral. Oh, yes. I forgot his name. Yeah. yeah. Redis. Um, yeah, Redis. What I also, especially in the battle of, in, in the entire movie, actually, the amount of Star Wars Rebels Easter eggs. 
We can see the ghost in one shot in the hangar on Yavin 4. We can see mm -hmm. Chopper running around in the background. And then during the Battle of Scarif, we see the ghost fight in, in, in space. And I just oh. love that when, when you're watching the space battle and you see the little ghost fly around, shoot down some ties, or you can see it entering from hyperspace. I just love mm -hmm. these moments because you know in this little scene, in this little ship on, the, on a little piece of your screen are some really important characters to Star Wars. Yeah. My, my favorite Easter eggs are like this, that you can see all right a really important character that i know and love is in this battle but it's not about them it's about somebody else yeah. i read that this really helps the universe expand and further make other people important and bring other people inside the star wars universe i really love that yeah yeah it was i actually didn't notice that but uh uh, that is very interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you have anything other? Nope, I'm, I'm finished. Okay, wait, I need to like... We kind of jumped around a bit. Yeah, we can but... edit that. We can edit that. You can edit that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Andor... Okay, well, we already mentioned that, but like the character development of Endor in the Endor series mm -hmm. to now is like very interesting because like, awesome. now he's, he's, he's like a robot of the of the uh, rebel uh, yeah. secrets secret service alliance <laughs> yeah. Service yeah secret service no like I mean the uh, he's like a, an agent uh, a special assassin. agent something yeah yeah which is very oh, very cool oh, I could talk hours about the Endor TV show because that's my favorite live action TV show. I think not 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 a single other Star Wars TV show in live action has that well of a character development, character explanation and story. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah, well, well that's not the topic for today. Yeah. Um yeah, and it's like it's kind of a genius plan. Yeah, I I can hear it. It's a genius plan, like, to make ten men feel like a hundred and stuff. <laughs> Making a distraction. Yeah. But, like, when the 88 ACTs came, it was like, oh shit, yeah. But, uh... It, that oh shit moment was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. A, a little thing, I think, I don't know if it's intentionally, but, like, the movie has something of like gray orange orange theme because like the mm -hmm. the kyber containers they're orange yeah. the elevator of uh, the mm -hmm. of the citadel on scarif is orange these like things on the AT ACTs they're orange I just noticed that. Oh, I have something. I still have something I noted down. Um, it is the way Rogue One connects to the Skywalker saga, to the original trilogy, or to specific to Episode Four, mm -hmm. is so awesome. For example, yeah. um, in the Battle of Scarif, we have red, gold, and blue X-wing squadrons that mm -hmm. fight on there, and from the red squadron, Red Five gets shot down, which explains how Luke got the seat on Red 5. Mm 
because oh. Luke in episode four is red five. Okay. And in episode four, we also see Gold Squadron and Red Squadron fighting against the Death Star. Yeah, but there I, is I no thought Blue Squadron. Yeah. There is no blue squad, and that blue squadron got got completely wrecked in the Battle yeah. of Scarif. Yeah. True. Which just it it makes so much sense. It just fits so perfectly, yeah. and it's so awesome. Yeah, that uh, yeah. like they they watched every detail. Very <laughs> nice. And another thing, um, I have a little bit of sympathy with Krennic's death, because like okay, well he created this. A very destructive yeah. weapon, but he's still just a director. He's not like an admiral or a general or something mm -hmm. like that. He's only a director. Um, he basically is like kind of the clown of the of the empire because he doesn't <laughs> get taken serious, serious mm -hmm. by either Vader nor um, uh, Tarkin, mm -hmm. and of course also not by the emp emperor. So I think mm -hmm. that's also a little uh, thing, which is a bit tragic. And then he gets like, basically, he's on the station. He sees his mm -hmm. own weapon used against him, and then he's dead. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a bit sad. And like you said, I think every every death of uh, like every death of the known of the named characters are very mm -hmm. good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the power between Tarkin and Krennic is also just awesome. The the way these two characters like have this power battle is it's like having siblings, <laughs> and <laughs> they're trying to be in favor of mom and dad. Yeah. But I, it, it really goes to show it gives us a bit, a bit it gives us a bit more a deeper look into the imperial structure and almost political science not science mm -hmm. but into yeah. imperial power structure and hierarchy in yeah yeah okay well i think i'm finished now do you have anything to say no okay then uh yeah this was the episode uh if you liked it leave a positive rating follow the show and scroll down if you want to leave feedback. Um, oh, well, it's more like a command. You need to leave feedback. Uh, and yeah. So, we'll uh, see us in a week. Goodbye. Yep.